Okay, um, this has been something I've been sitting on since, uh, well shit, since around 2007, I'd say. I don't really consider it anything terrifying by any traditional definition, uh, at least I didn't. Looking back, there was kind of a lot to unpack. You know what, maybe it's best if I took you back to that. Assuming you were an adult during that time period, uh, 2007 to 2009, approximately, then you most likely didn't feel the full brunt of everything that occurred here in the United States. Housing market went under, portfolios burned up in a matter of months. The Great Recession, as it was called, only rivaled by its decade-long cousin just 80 years earlier, and it left the majority of us underwater. That includes... Well, yours truly. If anything, what it did leave us with was a new understanding of just how fragile it can all turn. And so quickly, no less. Anyway, I'm not trying to make this political, or a sob story, for that matter. Thankfully, my job at the time didn't give me the boot. But in more ways than one, I found myself still strapped for cash, here and there. Additional jobs, even part-time, would shoo me away before even handing them a resume. Couldn't exactly say I blamed them, though. I'm sure everybody else had the same idea I had, perhaps in even more desperate situations. That pattern repeated. Work what hours I could, and then spend more time working to find additional income. In that search, however, I one day received a phone call from an unknown number. I'll spare you the details for the sake of brevity, uh, pleasantries and all. His name, for the most part, uh, isn't important. An old acquaintance, someone from high school who I haven't thought about, let alone reached out to, in over 15 years. The conversation went about how you'd expect, until he asked me two questions I was half expecting. So, how's this time been for you financially? And... I actually wanted to ask, are you looking for new work at the moment? Now, I know what you might be thinking. Actually, I know exactly what you might be thinking. And in telling this story nearly 13 years later, it hasn't gotten any more difficult to spot something as obvious as a pyramid scheme. I braced myself for the worst, waiting to hear the shittiest Amway World Financial Group or Mommy Blog-esque pitch this month. I couldn't have prepared myself for what followed. I answered promptly, and he reciprocated with, That's great! Uh, to be honest, it's kind of a weird one. Disney has this new company model that they're testing out and marketing to the public. I know animation and art isn't exactly your thing, but hey, it is an insurance, right? <laughs> he let out a small chuckle. I hardly noticed the seconds that I had to process it. Disney. Now, this was something that I've definitely never heard of before. Multi-level marketing usually took the form of something, well, intangible. Something that dangled in front of you, and really, was meant for the dumbest of the dumb to believe. It was a numbers game. It has been, and mathematically, it always will be. But this, this was new. And stumbling through my words, I attempted to catch up with him as he continually droned about the opportunity. 
Without thinking, I said yes. Terrific! I'll text you the address. See you at seven. And with that, I went on my way. In case you were wondering, yes, I did see him at seven. This opportunity seemed too interesting to pass up. The initial meet and greet went about as smoothly as one would. Being surrounded by strangers at different levels of financial desperation never gets old in these types of things. And all at once, the representative clapped her hands and whistled, signaling that it was time to begin the conference. Standard fare. Once again, I'll skip the details. And besides, if you've sat through one of these things, you've sat through them all. Until, of course, they unearthed their product. And I gotta admit, I was surprised. Like I said, these MLMs feed and fester off of the intangibility of their products. You know, whether it be insurance, cell phone plans, or some kind of secret of life facade, it usually isn't something that you can hold in your hands. And if it is, it's typically either makeup or some shitty energy drink that even science hasn't a clue what it's comprised of. The team revealed a trove of toys, Disney figurines, about the size as the average Disney plush toy that you'd find in any store. Though, in passing them around the room, they felt different. Immediately, I could tell that this was not a fabric material, but rather an unfamiliar, jiggly substance, similar in composition to skin, but still a bit off. Voices now piped up, explaining that the material in question was actually medical-grade silicone, similar to what you'd find in, get ready for this, sex toys. A flurry of nervous laughter escaped our group, though one representative quickly and calmly reassured our assumptions. These toys were among Disney's stock that weren't deemed defective, unpopular, or otherwise unlikable by the general public, but rather experimental. Disney had decided that it would be mutually beneficial for both the consumer and shareholder to market these products outright, utilizing non-Disney employees to do so. It was touted as a phenomenal way to make extra cash, and allowed other perks in tandem, depending on how much we sold and or recruited others. Classic model. A striking resemblance to another MLM was that some individuals sported different colored suits, uh, much like WFG. I understood it here, though. The aesthetic was everything for them. You know, black suits, red suits, blue suits, it, I'm sure you get the idea. They looked nice, too. A simple breakdown of the selling process indicated our goal to achieve XYZ amount. And, well, really, that was about it. Right away, we got our stock, and went on our way. We didn't even have to pay for it. But, I just wish someone would have warned me which way this would lead. <laughs>